What's up, Ego Hackers? Welcome to C.S. Joseph Podcast. I'm your host, C.S. Joseph. This is Season 35, Episode 5. What are the God functions of the body temp? Doing a nice little stroll on the beach. should probably uh, tell my uh, watch to do an outdoor walk tracking. Yeah, there we go. Now it's turned on. Cool. I'm all about tracking my fitness data whenever I can. Doing uh, Laranya... Asalejo, my favorite. Blueberry notes. I just absolutely love this stick. I only got one left after this one, so I'm gonna have to restock. It's gonna take a bit, but uh, yeah. Body temple. So, what is the body temple? Body temple is the temple that is focused on legacy by being remembered and remembered after one's death, basically. And legacy is fueled by the cognitive origin of discovery as well as the cognitive origin of purpose. Purpose and discovery. Discovery is also known as exploration, right? Which is why and experiencing everything, not leaving any stone in life unturned. Which is why the cognitive origin of discovery is attached to the God function of introverted sensing, right? Now, just uh, because I was in a debate with a Christian uh, moments ago, I would like to state that I'm not saying that human beings are God or gods. I'm not saying that at all. I'm just saying like these are God functions, as in that is their tier over the temples, because these are what the types within the temples essentially worship uh, throughout their lives, right? That's what they do. And for those of you that play Magic the Gathering, specifically commander format, god functions are like commander functions. You can look at them that way. They're like commanders. You, uh, and a commander is a legendary creature that you just have on the side, on the, on the board in the command zone. And at any moment, you can cast it into play. You can bring it into play. So regardless of what your type is, if you are a member of the body temple, you can call upon the... Uh, abilities of introverted sensing, God function, also known as cognitive origin of discovery, as well as the God function of extroverted thinking, which is attached to the cognitive origin of purpose, right? This is why ESFJs, INTPs, ENTJs, and ISFPs are all about exploration, experiencing everything, and achievement whenever possible. This is why they all suffer from the deadly sin of greed, as well as deadly sin of gluttony. Gluttony, because they want to explore every inch of that pizza, right? Or a deadly sin of greed, to gather up as much resources as they can so they can fuel their achievements. That's why these types are so focused, so focused on money consistently. I mean, for example, Alvin Timms, Mr. INTP, as he came out about his uh, particular empire that he built making money as an INTP on uh, Facebook as, uh, and how his empire is built is entirely based upon 
uh, you know, making quick money some of the quickest ways, most of which people would find entirely unethical as well as immoral, yet it is perfectly legal, right? And that's some of the concerns that uh, the body temple has. It's one of the reasons why, for example, soul temple has that enmity with the body temple. Because from their perspective, if you really want to build a legacy, you got to sacrifice your humanity to do it. And that's ultimately why Soul Temple has top criticisms of the Body Temple, basically. Top criticisms. Something, uh, something to be entirely aware of when understanding how the God functions work. So, introverted sensing as discovery, extroverted thinking as purpose. And the Body Temple types, which I just mentioned, are all about those two things, right? And their temple wheels, which are based on the cognitive origins and have the four uh, temple spokes to go along with them, are all attached uh, to those cognitive origins, attached ultimately to the God functions. And the God functions are expressed through the deadly sin, through the living virtue, through the two shadow poles, as well as the two... Uh, aspiration poles. And these things end up driving each of these types towards their purpose or their discovery. But what's really interesting about body temple, body temple oftentimes allies itself with the heart temple because heart temple God functions are introverted intuition, which means personal freedom, always seeking personal freedom. And what the body temple has to consistently realize, and it often does consistently realize, it often realizes that if it doesn't partner up with the heart temple, which is all about the pursuit of happiness, they will never be able to build, have the personal freedom to build their legacy because they require personal freedom to be able to discover. They have to have the freedom to explore. They have to have the freedom to discover. And oftentimes, they're not even aware of it. They're not even aware that they have this need. Like, for example... We talk about in season seven, which is the virtue and vice lectures specifically. When we're talking virtue and vice within those lectures, virtue and vice of the ISFP, uh, the virtue is diligence. They're sailing diligent, but then they're really idle. But why do they become idle? They become idle when they realize that they can't obtain their purpose because they have to have the freedom to discover their purpose. And if they're at a dead-end job, or if they're stagnating in their life, they don't have any freedom to discover that purpose, they shut down. They become idle, and they lose out on all of their diligence, which can suck. And it often does suck for them on a regular basis. Very much so. And... Oftentimes, I feel bad for them. ISFPs, I'm telling you the truth. I'll do my best to bring this mind temple society to heal such that all of a sudden society cares about the pursuit of happiness yet again so that you always have the freedom to explore, the freedom to discover what your purpose actually is. You know, versus... 
versus you know the other side you know INTPs ESFJs they need to be they, you know it's like th from their perspective it's like well my purpose is discovery that's why their primary origin is uh, is the cognitive origin of discovery you look at Elon Musk trying to explore Mars trying you know the boring company trying to explore uh, a really cool flamethrower for example or a really cool underground uh, uh, bullet train <laughs> you know of some kind these fantastic creations or uh, Albert Einstein another INTP doing thought experiments uh, leading to the theory of relativity and exploring how physics works etc because from their point of view their purpose their life purpose is discovery and it's so interesting because ESFJs and INTPs they generally know what their purpose is and that it is discovery whereas ENTJs and ISFPs are working hard to discover what their purpose is and as soon as they understand what their purpose is then they want to bring it to the world and be remembered uh, forever right ultimately that's like like you know Ray Kroc creating the Kroc Center with his partnership with the uh, Salvation Army as a result of uh, leveraging McDonald's as much as he did uh, throughout his life and using all of the money as he was led by his greed to do so because of that greed he was able to become entirely generous right generosity is one of the living virtues of the greed types generosity for ISFP and ENTJ versus the ESFJ and the INTP right which is for them it's generativity to generate and it's so funny to me that's because like ESFJs and INTPs out of all the types oftentimes especially men oftentimes really struggle with king energy king energy is one of the four archetypes of the mature masculine and king energy is all about producing more than one consumes it's also being a liberator being a blessing to other people's lives being generative that's what it means to be king and they struggle with being king the most because oftentimes these types are the most prone to addiction out of all of the 16 types due to their inherent gluttonous nature this is also why these two types out of the 16 types are the most likely to be obese right as much as also SE child uh, who interface with the SI child of the INTP are also the most likely to be obese it's very it's actually becoming rarer and rarer and rarer within American society that you'll see the ENJs the ESFJ and the INTP actually being fit it's actually very very rare unless of course somehow they've tacked on some fitness exploration project or a fitness business onto their lives and then they're fit afterwards for the purpose of finding their purpose or or discovery of some kind you know that's that's literally what it comes down to every single time so but what drives them so the body temple being that it's all about legacy the body temple worships at the feet of exploration experiencing everything experiencing every iota every single detail 
you know, the ISFP and the ENTJ watch, the, uh, their, their golden pairs of INTP and ESFJ be, get gluttonous and explore. And gluttonous doesn't necessarily have to be about food. It could be a video game, for example. And they're so childlike about it. It could be nature, even, in the outdoors. It could be anything to that end, right? And that's like... It's so interesting just to kind of see how INTPs and ESFJs can end up leading the greed types with their gluttony, right? And so it's so fascinating. Only when you consider the octogram does that actually kind of change a little bit from the default state of the body temple. But again, you also have the uh, God function of expert thinking, also known as achievement, and purpose is rooted in achievement and having achievements. To be known, to be known for something, to be seen. And oftentimes, ISFPs and ENTJs, especially ISFP and ENTJ women, you know, the pickup artists are constantly trying to get them to feel a state of being seen, right? which is literally taking advantage of the body temple, literally taking advantage of their cognitive origin of purpose. Because if they feel seen, then because they are known, that engages their experted thinking God function. Also, they're also known as their cognitive origin of purpose. <coughs> Whoops. <laughs> Went the wrong place with that one. So, legacy. Legacy. Think about it. Who are the greatest explorers in history? They're ESFJs and INTPs. Who are the greatest builders in history? At least known for building something, right? The Dale Carnegie's of the world, right? The Ray Dalio's of the world. The John Ferner's of the world. The John Scullys of the world, these ENTJs and these ISFPs, or these artists like Michelangelo, where their names live on through history, right? It's all about the body temple, right? Oftentimes, though, body temple ends up sacrificing fellow human beings for the sake of their legacy, for the sake of achieving that legacy, especially the greed types, ISFPs and ENTJs. Like Ghislaine Maxwell, for example, the so-called uh, madame and recruiter uh, for uh, Jeffrey Epstein before he died. Jeffrey Epstein being an ESTJ. Ghislaine Maxwell being a greed type, being an ENTJ. And then leveraging all of uh, that money from their sex trade business that they had, that they would utilize for the elite, etc. But you know, within that, within those situations, it's just like it's just a, a huge example. You know, pimps. Pimps are most likely to be ISFPs and ENTJs. Most likely, every now and then you'll have an ESFJ or an INTP who also behave that way. But uh, because they might be really, you know, unconscious developed into their greedy shadows, basically, which can also be a problem as well. So, 
it's interesting, you know, it's like the body temple oftentimes has this perspective of the ends justify the means, right? The ends justify the means. And one of the ways they do this is that the body temple leverages covert contracts to achieve those means. It's like, yeah, I got to do this, quote, necessary evil right now. This is their covert contract of life. I'm going to do this necessary evil, which could be gluttonous or greedy behavior. But then it's going to benefit any, everyone later. And then I'm going to be known for it later. So they get their reward of legacy from that, which is important. At least it's important to them. Because it's not good enough for them to just be remembered by their grandchildren and may be remembered by the great-grandchildren. They want to be remembered by the human race, basically. That's how they want to be remembered. They want to be remembered by far more people and for far longer. Almost as if they're seeking immortality. Isn't it so interesting that it just happens to be... <laughs> just happens to be people like that who are seeking that immortality. It's like that, um, I think it was, was it Disney? The animated film Atlantis. The villain of that uh, movie was an ENTJ, a greedy ENTJ, ultimately on the quest for uh, immortality, basically. Or huge amounts of uh, technology that could be sold, essentially, right? And that's what ended up happening over and over and over. And those themes exist over and over and over. I mean, if you go to like TV tropes and search that on Google and you check in all these tropes, you can just see how all the quadras, but also all of the temples are playing out each of these individual tropes. And you can actually separate these tropes by quadra as well as by <laughs> the temples themselves. And I find that entirely, entirely fascinating. So, and that's, and that's like in general, like this is just, you know, a general overview, but in general, that's ultimately what the body temple is all about. However, we've been talking a little bit about the negatives. Let's look at the positives. No one is more generous than these types. No one is more serving than these types. While they can be insanely self-serving, they can be insanely serving towards other people. And then they end up becoming known for their contributions. Because like, for example, from an ENTJ or an ISFP perspective, hey, if I'm greedy and I potentially do the necessary evil of being greedy, this then enables me because then I've collected so many resources, then I can be generous to everybody else. And again, it's the ends justify the means. The thing about them that bothers Soul Temple so much. Because Soul Temple's like, what good is it to engage in that necessary evil of greed and gluttony and lose your humanity when you're a generous, inhuman monster, basically? What, what good is it to lose your humanity? This is why Soul Temple oftentimes brings Body Temple to heal. And yet Body Temples often, you know, even go so far as to allow things in society like uh, enabling women to kill their own children in Western society as well as even Eastern society, let's be honest, which is an absolute desecration or destruction of legacy because body temple ends up getting corrupted 
where they're so focused on their own personal legacy that they're not even focused on the legacy of the race. They're not focused on the legacy of humanity. And this would be where soul temple is correct in having enmity towards the body temple. But the body temple gets so upset at soul temple because soul temple lives in the moment. It lives in the moment far too much. Because it lives in the moment, it's like, okay, yeah, you might be a good person, but no one, you're not going to be an example for very long. And I find it so interesting that Jesus, who was Soul Temple, said a rich man is like a flower in the field. Eventually it'll wilt. You see what I'm saying? And then that flower will be nothing more consistently. It ends up being a problem over time. Oftentimes people don't even realize they don't even realize the uh, consequences. So yeah, body temple willing to sacrifice their own humanity, even the humanity of others, to achieve. That's God function, experted thinking. And then in some cases, discovery though, sometimes will also take humanity down with them for the sake of discovering new things as well. Because they'll just ignore everyone else around them or they'll even ignore themselves just so they can figure out or solve a problem or discover this new thing that they didn't know they could discover previously. Which is pretty scary if you think about it. Body temples should be about protecting not just their own legacy, but the legacy of all. And really, really focused on future generations. But instead, body temple makes a very dangerous deal with the devil, in my opinion, where they work with, oftentimes, where they work with uh, the mind temple. The mind temple, the people who think they know best, who they exert power. So instead of partnering up with the heart temple, They'll partner up with those in authority and power, as long as those in authority and power benefit from the discovery. Not unlike the queen uh, chartering uh, Cristobal Colon, also known as Christopher Columbus, basically, and funding those expeditions. And oftentimes, body temple you know, because like, for example, Mind Temple becomes rich through policy. We see this all the time with like Nancy Pelosi or members of Congress. They start out maybe a net worth of 200 grand early in their career when they get into Congress and they're worth millions afterwards. Why? Because leveraging public policy to get themselves rich, that's Mind Temple, right? Isn't it any wonder that Robin Hood, an ISFJ, is a member of the Heart Temple with that enmity of, towards mind temple, right? But then body temple will go to those that leverage public policy to make themselves rich because those people have money now and then will basically use their money in order to fund their exploration, in order to fund their ability to achieve. This happens over and over and over. Elon Musk did this using grants and whatnot to fuel his businesses, right? 
grants that are fueled by money that, uh, you know, government grants. And as a result of that, end up, uh, end up fueling, you know, his uh, exploration, right? This is one of the things that it's very dangerous for humanity when Body Temple partners up with the Mind Temple and uses Mind Temple power, Mind Temple authority in order to come up with that, uh, to come up with that outcome. So, but hey, willing to do anything it takes to get that legacy, anything it takes to have that freedom to explore, right? But then again, if they're making that deal with the Mind Temple, are they really free? Because they still have to pay that debt off, right? Right. Are they really free? So that's, that's one of the difficulties, you know, that they have to uh, <laughs> deal with. Because eventually they'll have to pay the piper. But there are some stories about Body Temple tricking Mind Temple. And Mind Temple giving up its uh, public policy harvest of resources. And still use it to fuel them. And it's almost as if the body temple, especially the greed types, are willing to steal from the mind temple in that direction. And that's always fun. So, but yeah, in general, though, this is how the God functions of introverted sensing and extroverted thinking actually work and how that fuels the mind temple or the body temple's desire ultimately for gaining their legacy, which I find is absolutely fascinating very enjoyable. Perhaps I should partner up with uh, the revolutionaries, the rebels of Heart Temple and uh, continue on with the pursuit of happiness. It's just oftentimes Heart Temple is not exactly uh, the richest people out there. Let's be honest. Although Heart Temple can be because at least they have ENTPs and INTJs there who are willing to go that far to make that money. I mean, Apple is a trillion dollar industry, trillion dollar business, and that's a heart temple business. Well, actually it's a heart temple and body temple mixed together. Steve Wozniak being body temple, Steve Jobs being heart temple. So it can be achieved. It can be done if the body temple doesn't, you know, make that deal with the devil with mind temple and go the easy road they go the hard road with Heart Temple and do it by their bootstraps, like in a garage or something, think of the things they could achieve together. Think about how the cognitive origin of purpose can be achieved. Extraordinary thinking, God function, think of all the achievements. Think of everything that could be explored as a result, right? And don't get me wrong, there's tons of exploration going on at Apple. Think of all the data they collect on us. Think of all the answers to questions that, think of all that they've collected as a result of having so much data on so many of us in humanity who have these smartphones, for example, or these devices. Anyway, I think I've beat this dead horse pretty well here. So thanks for watching and listening, folks. Like and subscribe, and I'll see you guys on the next episode.